welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Hello, everyone. Good morning, everyone. We're back again in... Uh... Here's my phone. We're okay, back. We're back in back. Pelham. Same spot we were yesterday, maybe just a couple of feet forward from where we were. A um, little noisy, but still much better than the spot that we were on. Yes, where we went to Pop Tuesday. Now, of course, if you're a newer shell business and, and restaurant and you'd like to have us do a live show from your location. We'll be happy to come we'll by. We'll be happy to just come us, by. Just, need just us, invite us. Just invite us to come by. You don't, and we'll buy our own coffee. We'll buy our own yeah, stuff. You don't have to just treat us, us to anything. Just let us know it's okay to come by and do a show exactly. in front of your uh, in front of your space. Um, we didn't do pizza last night because, as much as we're fanatics, you know everybody needs a break once in a while. So there was no pizza to be had yesterday. But but but. My mom is coming up today. Yep. She is staying over, which I'm very happy about. We're having a sleepover with Sally and tonight. We having, <laughs> and we are, if all goes well and, the, and it's open, uh, hopefully going to be delivering on our promise to my mom before Dylan goes off to school that we are going to Johnny's in Mount Vernon. Yes. And um, again, the platinum standard of pizza in all of Westchester and pretty much all of New York. So. Um, still, Mom, it's still your number one, huh? Well, it's my number two. It's Dylan's number one. My number one is John DeBleaker. Uh, Dylan's number two is John DeBleaker. So Got it. That's what, it, it's like splitting hairs. Like a hair. Okay, So good. we're very excited. Mom, if you're watching it, I hope you are. Can't wait for you to come up. You're going to love it, okay? So She's been asking. She's been asking. She's been asking for months. Um, you made dinner last night? I is did. Blue Apron came uh, to the rescue. Came to the rescue. Came to the. Oh, I forgot to delete. I forgot to skip the order. It, it if happens every been, two if, months. If everybody's been watching us for a while, yeah. you know that Beth has said how many times now you forgot to to cancel the order. You don't I, forget. It happens once every two months. You, you, didn't, you don't forget. You don't. I Wait, just, everybody just left us when they heard Blue Apron. I know. What, what's going on there? Um, before I forget, because I've been having a bad habit of forgetting people's birthdays. Happy birthday to Jake Kalick. If you're wondering who Jake was, Jake and I used to work together at Standard & Poor's many, many, many years ago. I think he still works there. So he's been at Standard wow. & Poor's for quite some time. He's I liked other... your friends at Standard & Poor's. I had some, I... You had some great people yes, there. Yes, my, my very really good friend Vandana, Matt, Jeff. Yeah, I made some great friends at Standard & Poor's. It mm -hmm. was just a great... Um, Great place, great camaraderie, Such very collegiate people. feeling. Yeah, I was around really smart people, funny people. It was just, a, it was such a good place to be. And very uh, family friendly too. Very, fa yes, which you appreciated, I think. Very, I did. Yes, I, remember, I remember we would go to Grace's house, so she had a big barbecue. And yeah, I was, so and nice. I was always very proud of the fact that I worked at Stanford Forest. I, I, I thought it was a, uh, it was a great company. It had its had its moments and challenges. They did a couple things uh, during the financial crisis that probably uh, they probably wish they hadn't done. But that being said, it was one of the best brand names I think in the financial services industry. Um, this Hurricane Laura, scary. It's really it's, scary. It seems frightening. Like it's 
They're saying it's like the worst hurricane since like the 1800s or something. But they're saying it. But here's the thing. This is and we're gonna do a little education on hurricanes, okay? Because I. Oh I, man, you're killing me because I'm. I have it in my trivia questions today well, too. Oh, all right. Well, it's gonna doesn't be mean it doesn't mean that we can't do both. All but right. This hurricane they're saying is only a category three, but yet it's still the damage that they expect is supposed to be sig really significant. So for everybody out there, in terms of hurricanes, you know how many different rating categories there are? Five. Five, very good. At least that's not one of my trivia questions. No, there are five. Well, hopefully you don't ask this one either. But uh, uh -oh. Do you know what the rating scale is that's used from one to five? What it's called, the hurricane rating scale? Category. These can't go, but there's a specific scale. It's called the Sapphire Simpson Hurricane Scale. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, okay. And here's a th and here's the thing. Each of these hurricanes get categorized one, two, three, four, or five based on wind speed. Okay. Wave to your mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Based on wind speed. So if you were curious as to what makes a hurricane a specific category, here you go. Category 1, a wind speeds of 74 to 95 miles an hour, which is still pretty damn high when you think about it, right? Yeah. That's just a Category 1. We probably had that, right? Oh, yeah, like the for one sure. That was a couple weeks ago. Category 2, 96 to 110 miles per hour. Category 3, which is what they're saying Laura is. 111 to 130 miles per hour. By the way, I do want to see a hurricane named after me. Hurricane I Darren? I would like to have, I think But they're gonna have to go through the alphabet. They're up to L. I want, well, I don't think ever since I've been born, has there ever been a hurricane named Darren? And there hasn't been a hurricane named Beth either. And I'll keep it that way. There's, there's a hurricane Beth all the time. I'm, as the, far as I'm, I'm the calm yeah, I'm a, before I, the storm. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. <laughs> I would disagree. With, I would disagree with All that. All right, I sometimes can uh, get stormy. Category four is 131 to 150 miles, 155 miles per hour, and a category five are winds over 155 miles per hour, wow. and they are very rare. Category five. They were storm. saying this one's gonna be like 120. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, and and the storm surge, wherever it's hitting in Louisiana, is like. It's like a 20-foot storm surge, but their sea level is only up to 15 feet. So you do the math. They said it's not survivable. So, so it's very frightening. So these are some Category 5 hurricanes from the past, okay? It was Hurricane Felix in 2007. Okay. Hurricane Dean in 2007. Hurricane Wilma in 2005. Hurricane Rita in 2005, which happened to hit Texas and Louisiana. Hurricane Katrina, which I think is probably the most well-known hurricane ever, yeah, right? In New Orleans. In New Orleans, 2005. Hurricane Isabel in September 2003. Hurricane Mitch in 1998. And another very big one that we all knew, Hurricane Andrew in 1992. And then there's a few more, but, um, what was that? Uh-oh. I don't know, is it, is it raining? No. I don't know. Did you get... Yeah, it got droplets on me. Oh, all right. Either that or an animal just uh, decided to urinate on me. Uh, God, you didn't get anything? I didn't get uh, anything. I don't know what you thought. So, everybody keep an eye out for the hurricanes. Um, it's it's unreal when you think about it. Well, <laughs> 2020. Beth is watching and she has to always deal with, like, she's got hurricane stuff all the time in Florida. They're like... They're pros. They are pros. Randy's a pro and Beth a pro. Yeah, Your parents, are. not pros. They got a little bit they better. They got a little bit better. Hi, Al. Good morning, Al. Yeah, they, they, they got a little better. No, what was they it? What, did the when, when was it? Last when, year. When you were telling your dad, 
getting dripped on here. Yeah. You were telling your dad, do this, do this, do this, and he's like, ah, yeah, don't worry about it. Meanwhile, Beth and Randy were Oh, yeah, they were, doing they were like everything. putting the shutters on. They were it, like, yeah, people, totally. Yeah, different. people, experienced people in Florida, they know the drill, right? They know. Yeah, I mean, places were running out of gas again. I mean, it was like crazy. What, yeah, like survivalists. They, yeah, they, they are. They have that survival instinct. Yeah, they, the shelves that they're at, all the supermarkets are cleaned out. It's just crazy. Um, Which, incidentally, speaking of cleaned out, I was because I'm on the group for um, in Chicago for DePaul, and somebody said that like IKEA is completely empty, like the shelves are empty. So we're not going to IKEA anyway, but oh, I'm gonna need to be strategic about certain things I gotta Stores buy. Stores that I hated going to: Home Depot, IKEA, IKEA Target. Target. Go down the list. Store stores that I just can't tolerate. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't like bringing this up because it, it just. It's just sad and, and makes you angry, but I can't ignore it given that it's front and center of our news, what's going on in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact now that the shooter was a 17-year-old named Kyle Rittenhouse, yeah. who I, I guess had some ties to the police. No, he, yeah, he was, was not ties, no, but he was, he was a like, supporter. He was supporter. like a militia. Yeah, not ties, right. Yeah. Like they were going to help support the police. He was like seen like cleaning graffiti off a of school earlier that day. Um, 17, 17, 17 years old. Um, this 17 year old I found it uh, within his power to go take the lives of, of two people into another one and not only destroyed their lives and destroyed his own as well as his family's. Um, it just, I, I, I I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine what the people are, are feeling right now. The fact that this was in the hands of a 17-year-old. For some reason, I know it's a totally different thing. It made me think of Newtown. I know it's a totally different yeah. thing. One was a school. It was a, ma a mass shooter going on. But when I see a, a, a gun in the hand of a 17-year-old, um, it just... It's tragic. It's, tra it's, really it's, just... it's, tra it's tragic. It's tragic. And... Um, I don't want to get political. I don't want to start getting into start stuff about gun control, but um, there's a good case for to, to talk about right there. Um, New York, we'll bring it back local because we, you know, we don't know that much about the Midwest. We don't live out there, so let's bring we're back. We're gonna local. drive there. Let's, yeah, we do. We're we will be. Through, we're gonna go through different states. We'll let you know how it is. <laughs> uh, Cuomo has now said that if de Blasio is not going to take care of shutting things down in Brooklyn with the catering halls that are, you know, catering basically to the Hasidic community, that Cuomo will do it himself. If either de Blasio, you take care of your own house or I'll do it for you. And um, Why can't he take care of the Upper West Side with the situation going on there? Why is he just not saying anything about that? Uh, I, I don't know, in terms of the, encamp like the encampments or yeah, the, the hotels? Like, yeah. Well, no, I mean, the thing that he's, well, that's a whole separate issue, right? He's talking about reading COVID, like. Oh, no, I understand, I understand that, but, uh, you know, having people out on the streets that are drug addicts and pedophiles in, the, in a neighborhood is not good either. No, it's not. It's not good for property values. But, um, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with Cuomo on. Obviously, I don't, neither of us do, but there's a lot of stuff that we do. And these big gatherings are, are, are problems. They just are. These, what do you call them? Super spreader events, yeah. right? Well, and you know, I just read that um, 
I guess the Department of Justice, whatever, they're, they're, they're investigating four states, and New York is one of them, about for how the they handle for nursing homes. For the nursing homes. So it'll be So Cuomo's going to come under scrutiny for that. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, we still, New York still, as much as we are down, which is amazing, we have the most deaths. Yeah, we have, yeah. He's not going to come out of this totally unscathed. He's been unscathed so far. We'll leave it at that. But he's not going to come out totally unscathed. Um, and in terms of these, you know, super spreader events, you know how this is interesting. In terms of Boston's COVID cases, what percentage of Boston's COVID cases do you think were attributed to the Biogen conference back in March? Oh, I would say seventy-five percent. Not that high, but just to give you an idea, like these Over big 50. events, forty percent, which yeah. is still tremendous. Listen, Beth, who was on, I don't know if Beth is still on, she was a, she works for a pharmaceutical company or lab company, and, um, and, and there was a big medical conference that she went to, and this is before December, and she got so sick, and she had the cough. She, told, I, she probably had it, and she said so many people came down with something when they were there. And, and these medical conferences, it's like, yeah, I mean, there were thousands of people that, that went to those things. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're of concern. You can't, you can't, can't deny it. Well, and, and it just Good morning, like, Kevin. It just seems like the conference industry is just like, when will that ever return? I don't even know it's if it it's will. A, it's a Zoom industry now. Yeah, Zoom is like the winner in this one. So, yeah, 40%. Wow. Um, and in terms of also keeping it back local, in terms of these, the impact that COVID has had on New York City, you know what's in real financial trouble right now? What? MTA. Oh, New yeah. Not MTA, using it. Yeah, MTA is in real financial straits right now. So what that means is, I mean, if somebody out there is relying on the MTA for getting to work during these times, you should be expecting um, continued reductions in uh, in service because uh, they are bleeding significantly, and they're wait they're waiting for a government bailout, and it remains to be seen whether or not they're going to get anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's many other places, but I see that about the MTA. Like the, the thing about the MTA, New York City, and this all feeds one into you know one into the other. We we, we see how lifeless New York City is right now, right? We, yeah. We, when we went. The yeah, other day. It, was, it was really dead. The transportation system, the subway system, is an integral part of that fabric of the city, of the of the lifeline, right? It really is. They, they're they're intertwined, and so if you don't have a vibrant, a, a a real viable transportation within the city, it's a it's a real problem. It's a it's a real problem, um, and I feel bad because there's a lot of people out there, despite this, who do rely on on public transportation. Um, moving over to sports, all right. Degrom pitched for the Mets yesterday. The guy's the best pitcher in baseball, has been for the last three years. He still can't get a win with this team. He can't get a win. Every time he pitches for the Mets, the Mets manage to find a way to blow a save, to blow a lead. I, I, I'm shocked that this man still wants to be on the Mets. The Mets managed to win yesterday, which is still good, but he didn't get the win. Thanks. He, did, he did not get the good, which is a common occurrence for Jacob DeGrom. To, to the dismay of myself, to Dylan, to, to all us tortured Mets, Mets fans. Facebook group. To our Mets Facebook group. There are it's, so many Facebook groups that you're in, I don't even know. It's, you're in a quite a bit yourself. Too. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. Yeah, I am. Um, so, 
DeGrom, if you're watching. Wouldn't it be cool if Jacob DeGrom was watching? He'd call in right now. All right, Jacob, why'd you call in? I feel for you, man. I'm sorry you didn't get the win. Darren Again, and Dylan are big fans. I, big fans. I'm very happy the Mets won, but still, you deserve better than what you've been getting the last three years. Um, Yankee fans, tough one again. You lost two yesterday. Uh, and once again, Aaron Judge, who should be the arguably, if not the best, the top three baseball players in the league, is on the injured reserve again. Do you remember when I told you a couple weeks ago? Yeah. When I mentioned Aaron Judge? He's back again. He's back injured again. Do you know what? You need to know this. What? What, what jersey number is Aaron Judge? You need to know this. Anybody know? This is not part of the trivia. Aaron Judge, jersey number. Come on, people. 23. No. It's a cool number, actually. 99. Oh, okay. All right. Not 23. Also in sports, tying it back to what was going on in Wisconsin, NBA basically boycotted the games last night. Um, there was no NBA playoff action, and they're talking there is a reasonably good chance that they may not have any more playoffs the rest of the season. This was, I think, led by LeBron and the Lakers. Um, Milwaukee Bucks didn't show up on the floor of the game. I think Orlando was actually on the floor. Milwaukee didn't show up, so Orlando walked off. So NBA basically canceled all the games. I think the Milwaukee Brewers and baseball canceled their game yesterday, and a couple other teams did as well, all tying back to the unrest in uh, was it Kenosha. I, is that I say? Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, everything is just colliding all together, you know? Social unrest, COVID, hurricanes, hurricanes wildfires. Is like, bad it's year. a bad year, it really is. Do um, you have anything to add to sports? Any, any, anything that I'm missing on the, on the sports front? I no. wouldn't really understand. Let's talk about animals for a second. Okay. All right. You know what this t uh, time of year is? I'll tell you. Well, yesterday was National Dog yesterday Day. Yesterday was National Hope Dog you Day. posted about your dog, because we Beth, did. Beth did. I did. Did we even mention that yesterday was National no, Dog Day? No, because I didn't realize it until after. Until later on, right? So, shout out to the dog uh, owners. Very good people out there. You posted a lot of nice photos of your dogs. You did a very good job, Santana. And I like the fact that you said that Santana was waiting for me she to, come, was. to come home yesterday. She lives for him. But, in terms of other animals that maybe you're not too fond of, it is baby copperhead snake season. Oh. Baby copperhead snake season. This time of year when there is a lot of births of baby copperhead well, snakes. Well, my cousin Micah would be involved in that because she works we, at the Bronx Zoo. I want, we got to get Micah to come on one day and talk about what she does at Bronx Zoo. I think she's got the coolest... She's been on Animal Planet. She's got the coolest job in the world. Yeah, she works with like almost endangered uh, frogs. The reason, the reason why it's interesting about baby copperhead snakes... Oh, and turtles. Copperhead snakes are really one of the few venomous snakes, poisonous snakes in the country. So you got to watch out. Are they in New York? No, but these are the states where you will find copperhead snakes, okay? Ready? All right, go ahead. Missouri. Okay. We're not going there anytime soon. Arkansas. Not going there. Tennessee. I like Tennessee. Yeah, you do like Tennessee. Louisiana. Well, if we go to New Orleans. Mississippi. Okay. Alabama. Kentucky. West Virginia. Texas. And the two where I think we would have possibilities of going are Georgia and North Carolina. So if anybody out there is watching and you live in any of those states, be on the lookout. The Copperheads are out now. Yeah, and then with the storm coming, they'll be displaced. 
That's true. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. This is like there, weren't there stories in the past of hurricanes times. when there's floods and stuff like that and water and God knows what it's you like can find in the water. Yeah. Alligators, snakes, and things like that. I, Maybe that's why we can't move to the south. <laughs> We would. We are would not. not we are well. not. We are not fit for the south. We need to do New England. I think we. I think that's our speed. I mean, snow is snow, but you know. We are not built for the south. No, no I don't think so. Um, Renton, going international here. Renton, Tarrant or Tarrant. You know who that is? No. Brendan, Renton, Tarrant is the Australian who tragically murdered 51 Muslims at two mosques in New Zealand. He was just sentenced yesterday to life in prison. Do you, remember, do you remember that incident? Yeah, I've oh, heard it was um, What is the motto or the tagline for Kentucky Fried Chicken? Does anybody know? Finger looking good. Not anymore. What? They, they have suspended using that. Oh, because of COVID? Correct. What? I, that's what I said. Really? What? Like, do you, like, I don't understand. Like, why is that so bad to say finger looking good? Because people aren't supposed to lick their hands? So now what's the tagline? Don't I touch don't, it. Don't, <laughs> don't touch Use my. A fork? Don't touch my chicken. Oh. Yeah, you can't. You, they Use won't. A fork. They will not be saying finger licking good anymore. Wow. I don't. I still don't understand it. Because, COVID even killed because, tagline. Because before you eat, you're supposed to wash your hands, right? Before you eat. Yeah. And after you eat, Come you're on, supposed to you wash your hands. Come on, did you remember Green Book? Remember Green Book and he got the oh, chicken? And he's great. like, hey, he's like and throwing it, it in the thing, throwing it out the window. Come on, he's that's really good, washing that, your hands. That, but that's what you're supposed to do. So if you're washing your yes, it, right. finger looking not good. Not anymore, Kevin. It's not finger looking good anymore. They said they're not using that until I guess this pandemic passed. I think you know what we should have like there should be tagline, don't touch your face. It should be just like walk don't, around. Don't, don't walk, touch your face. I just did. Well yeah, don't touch your face. So in terms of COVID again and the fact that, you know, you got everybody's gotta be aware of um, not touching their face and following all these guidelines. We saw that the CDC came out yesterday, the day before, basically saying that people didn't necessarily have to go yeah, to get test. tested. So now they changed their mind again? Well, Fauci just came out and spoke. And this is what he said in response to that. Okay. This is, this is truly remarkable that this could come out of this man's mouth right now in response to the CDC changing the guidelines on getting tested. This is from Fauci. Quote, I was under general anesthesia in the operating room and was not part of any discussion or deliberation oh regarding the new testing recommendations at that meeting, Fauci told CNN chief medical correspondent Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Quote, I am concerned about the interpretation of these recommendations and worried it will give people the incorrect assumption the asymptomatic spread is not of great concern. In fact, it is, said Fauci, director of the National Institute. Yada, yada, yada. Are you kidding me? They're like, change the rules. Now Fauci is under Fa anesthesia. I, they knocked out Fauci. Let's uh, somebody, change the rules. Somebody please fact check me on that quote because wow. I still can't believe that I read that. And if that's was he getting like his wisdom teeth pulled? Like, what was I was under, under general, general anesthesia, anesthesia when that was discussed. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's really messed up right there. I'm going to, anytime some, like a decision is made by the Feldman like household, you're under general and, and you say something, I'm going to say I was under general anesthesia when you said that's That is just a perfect excuse. That's a good line. I wish um, SNL was on. That, that would <laughs> that, be great. That would be classic. I was on general anesthesia, and I did not tell people not to get tested. 
Oh, he had vocal cord surgery. That's interesting, Alex. I thought there's something wrong with his throat. Like when he you talks, did? I did. Like every time he talks, he's like has a hard time talking. Very interesting. Huh? Yeah, I, you, I thought he had you, maybe. You, you pick up on little things like that. I do. I, I thought. Not he had me. I, I don't. I'm not that person. Every time, like I listen to, um, I was listening to, I don't know, my usual MSNBC, and I heard like Nancy Pelosi, and like she sounded like raspy, and like I hope she doesn't have anything wrong. Women, women notice these things. Men don't. Men don't pick up on any of that stuff. Um, did you know about the Sturgis motorcycle motorcycle rally in South Dakota? Did you hear about that? That's the one where it spread again. Like nearly five hundred thousand people attended it. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Yeah. Without masks, I'm sure. Uh, so there, there were more tattoos than masks. There were quite a few COVID cases linked to linked to that uh, event. Oh boy, that's um, just lovely. And in terms of the pandemic and the implications and ramifications to our future, um, I hate to break the news to you, but 25% of the malls in this country are expected to be gonzo within the next five years. That's 25% of the malls. That's really upsetting. We were at, we, uh, well, we went to Ridge Hill yesterday. And it, it Speaking of malls, yes, but I forgot to mention that you went on a shopping spree with Dylan. Yes, he went to H&M and he got a bunch of shirts. For is that a store that I would like? Maybe. I mean, it's, it's like too, a, it, it's it's like a little very, trendy. It's like the younger guys, is that what you're saying? No, you could get some t-shirts there. I'm hip. Expensive. I'm yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because he, he, he was happy that he got mm. all these things. But he, it, he was so excited about the stuff that he got yesterday. And I said, can I see it? And then he said, well, I packed it. I said, okay, no worries. He says, no, but I can take it out. It's easy to, I can get, you know, take it out and put it right back. It's not a big deal. He was so excited about the clothes that he got. Yes. Although, and, I, and I did get him. The North Face coat came yesterday. So my mm. son will be toasty in was Chicago. That hanging, was that was That was the coat. I got the coat that was like the elusive coat. I found it because I find everything. Hopefully he takes good care of it. Yeah. Um... And I don't think. Oh, so it's very I, sad I, about the malls. I don't think the Westchester Mall will be one of those malls. Like no, they'll survive. They'll survive. Well, they're um, owned by Simon Malls. So Simon is like they own the King of Prussia Mall. There's like major malls across the yeah. country is owned by Simon. So if they just stay, I'm good with that. They, you're you're fine. I'm fine. Do with we that. know what's they happening know what with the Lord doing. and Taylor here? Are they? The Lord be... and Taylor are trying to to survive. In fact, I need to go there and shop because they said that, like, <laughs> no, I do because they're saying, like, please show your support. Um, the Lord and Taylor at Ridge Hill, gonzo, kaput, out really? of business. Yep. There are a lot of stores that were out of business there, and that's really sad because that was, like, a brand new place. That's our go-to place. Yeah. Well, so now, you know. Now you have to have backup options. Um, and before I turn it over to you, all right. Uh, let's see if you can. This is sort of trivia for you. You'll, you should get this. Tell me which person was denied parole for an eleventh time yesterday. This person was denied parole for an eleventh time. Bye, Al. We'll see you later. Okay. Uh, who was time. this famous, famous, famous? David Berkowitz. Close. You're in the right time frame. Isn't that right? Charles Manson? Nope. Uh, is he dead yet, Charles Mark Manson? Mark David Chapman. Oh, yeah. Mark David Chapman was denied parole yesterday for the 11th time. Reagan. He shot No, he shot John Lennon. John Lennon. Sorry, I always John, confuse that. John Lennon. Yes. Wow. Um, yeah, listen, if you if you kill arguably the best... Um, yeah, you, you shouldn't know, be the, eligible the, the, for you know, parole. The, 
lead singer of one of the best bands of all time, you're probably going to Gina got it right, the person who shot John Lennon. Correct. And that's and this wasn't even part of trivia today. So, um, and I think we've mentioned this before, Beth used to live right across the street in the Upper West Side from the Dakota. Yes, I lived in the Oliver Cromwell, but I did not live there when John Lennon was there, no, but didn't. there were many famous people at the Dakota. A lot, a lot of action, a, great, a lot of action on that block. It's a great, great block. Hopefully it still is. All right. All right. Take it away. Okay, so the word of the day is vituperate. Craig Cravato is here just it, in time for trivia. I think it means to scold. Um, close, yeah. Anyone? Vituperate? It's a mor like morally... Um, It's to use or address with harsh or abusive language, revile. So, yes, close. So I'm, in, I'm in a ballpark. So this one, you kind of addressed it. So, a tropical storm becomes a hurricane when it involves winds that go how many miles per hour? I mean, you gave us the trivia, so hopefully you kind when, of still know this. When it's over, I forgot the range, was over 80 miles per hour? Or no. Over 90? No, lower. Lower? What did I say before? Over 70? I forgot. The, I forgot what the starting point was. 74. 74. That's when they become. That's when officially. Hour. That's when they officially become a hurricane. So, just everyone giving you some hurricane trivia today. You got to be safe. Hurricanes are named alphabetically, with female and male names alternating. When did this way of naming first start? Was it 1979? Was it 1890 or 1938? Nope. Nice loud truck coming by. Just keep keep that going. Yep, keep going. <laughs> Thanks. Keep driving. Um. Well, I don't know. What's the year? 1979. That's when it really. That's it. 1979. All right. Now here's safety tips. What is not likely to facilitate safety and therefore considered a hurricane myth? Craig, excellent with the 1979. Okay, so now which one is a hurricane myth? Taping the windows shut, placing sandbags around the house, stocking up on extra food and water, or evacuating. So which thing is a myth? Sandbags. Nope. Just taping the windows shut. Taping the windows shut. So? If you tape your window shut, it's not going to do anything. You need to get the shutters or the windows. Like my parents last year. That was really <laughs> tough. God. Okay. When was the first library built in the United States? Eighteen twenty-one. Excellent, Craig. Craig's like uh, doing well today. Uh, no, it's sooner before then. 1785. Close. It was uh, 1731. It was the Library Company of Philadelphia founded by Benjamin Franklin and a group of his friends. They became the first American subscription library, the Library Company. While founded as a membership library, they did allow members to borrow books and so many have been, so they have been the first truly public library. Who started microfiche? I don't know. <laughs> that I couldn't tell you. When's the last time anybody used microfiche? Remember that? I used it in college. I, I remember using it in college when I was doing like my final papers. Um, okay, so name three things that were invented by Benjamin Franklin. 
preventing the library count? No. <laughs> no. Three things. Invented by Benjamin Franklin. I found it very interesting, some of the things that he uh, invented. Gina said the printing press, but I don't have that. I don't know. Can't say you're wrong. We're just not ready to say you're right. <laughs> <laughs> electricity. Yeah. He didn't invent electricity. He discovered though. it. He discovered it. So it's like a discovery versus the. Well, invention. that's what I was saying. I was, I was thinking electricity, but that's sort of what I was my hesitation. All right. So here we go. He invented swim fins. Swim what? Swim fins. Like the spins to make you swim. Okay. Franklin, Pennsylvania stove, a lightning rod, which helped him discover electricity, a flexible catheter, a 24 hour three wheel clock, a glass harmonica, which was a musical instrument made of spinning glass, bifocals, and a long arm, which was an extension arm to remove books from high shelves. Wow. Guy was like on fire. All right. Guy now, never slept. Yeah. Where was Albert Einstein born? Germany. Yes. Okay, he was actually, he was born in Ulm, Germany, which is in Munich in 1879. He grew up in Munich. Um, and unable to find a teaching job after graduating from a technical institute in Zurich, he accepted a post as an examiner in the Swiss patent office. When did Einstein become a U.S. citizen? Craig said he invented kites to fly. <laughs> when did he become a U.S. citizen? Oh, Gina said he was born in a hospital. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> Wait, so he was born in Germany what year? In 1875. Or eight, yeah, eight, no, 1879 he was born in Germany, but then... I, I'm going to say 1908. No, 1940. In oh, wow. 1933, while Einstein was visiting the United States, Adolf Hitler came to power. Because of his Jewish background, Einstein did not return to Germany. He settled in the United States and became an American citizen in 1940. Isn't that interesting? He, he would have been killed. He was smart not to return. Yeah. Because he was an Einstein. Exactly, but he could have been. I mean, there could never have been an Einstein with that if, if that had happened. How yep. scary is that? Okay, name three celebrity families who have brothers who are actors. And just three care. celebrity families who have brothers who are all actors. Of easy ones. Well, the Baldwins. Yes, which one are their names? What is Alec? Yeah. Is Billy? Yeah. Um, Stephen? Yes. One more. Arquette Baldwin. Are those two? Oh, the Arquettes. Bridges, yes. Oh, good one, Gina. The Excellent. Bridges. Um, oh, and the Wilson. Yep, you got it. Who's the last Baldwin? Uh, Daniel Baldwin. Daniel so, Baldwin. Owen and Luke Wilson. Um, there's also Matt Dillon oh. and Kevin Dillon. There's Affleck, Casey and Ben Affleck. Yes, Dave and James Franco. Um, <clears throat> Owen and Luke Wilson and Sean Penn and Chris Penn, interestingly enough and sad, yeah. Chris Penn died yep. and Chris Penn was in Footloose. He played the like 
He was. The that's geeky right. kind of guy who didn't know how to dance in Footloose. So, uh... He wasn't geeky, he just didn't know how to dance. Right. So what was Sean Penn's first movie? The Marx Brothers. That's, I guess so, yeah. Fast Times at Richmond High? Nope. That would have been the one you thought, but he actually was in a movie right before that. And I just read a whole article about how they, he was like so awkward when he was auditioning for the role at Fast Times, but they still decided to give it to him and then he was amazing. Um, taps. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Yes. All right, now I need your phone. Of course you I do. I forgot to like Here you go. do this. Um, of course, it's like I got to figure out what, I forgot what she's it is. Gotta go, she's got to find the music channel. Yeah. Okay, wait. Stay tuned, everybody. Okay, she's getting she's getting the uh, music trivia portion. Name that tune. This is another show, right? Remember the name that tune? Mm -hmm. How did anybody ever get it in one one chord? Ready? Wait, just like. Hey, why is this like? Come on. He is still awkward. I agree, Kevin. Are you asking what the name of the song is? Or no, asking... what's the name of the show? That is the band, but what what TV series was this from? Look at Laura coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Come on, what was the TV series, guys? 1990s. I like how Laura just came out like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Actually, though, it's Bodine's. No, not Friends. Nobody got it. Wait, can you? I don't know. Party of Five! Oh, God. Come on! I love Party of Five. That's not a real show. It's a real show. No, that's not a Come real on. show. Come on. It was totally a I real show. I think the song you just played was Woke Up Laura. I think it was. Uh, Party of Five. See? I Laura think, got it. I know. I think, you just, I think she set her alarm. To, to your song right Yeah, now. she got it. You got it. Good job. I can't believe you got that. Hey, it was a good show. Oh, God. I love that show. Are they doing like a remake or something? Didn't you yeah. Say that? Didn't you say that? These yeah, something? they're doing a remake. I don't think it's going to be good. Gina's taken off already. She's All like, right. She doesn't, have, she doesn't have time to listen to Party 5. Sorry. Bye, Who watches yeah. that? Exactly, Craig. I Who did in the that? 90s. I'll so give way, you one that's better. So you know, Craig just got back from Florida the other day from Tampa, so we're happy to have him. Yes. Welcome right. back. Welcome back. Um, all right, so we got to get going. Uh, see, to... Laura wants to hang with both of us, see? Same here. All right. Um, we'll try to come back here again tomorrow, right? Yeah, this it's has a, been a, a nice, pretty, little spot. nice little spot. Aside but... from the big truck sometimes, but, you know, Look, what, That's it's keeping all it real. Good. That's commerce taking place. Right. All right, everybody. Enjoy this wonderful day. Stay safe. Have fun. Do something cool. We'll be back tomorrow. Smiles, everyone. Bye.